in August. I'm going to be on a boat off the coast of Key West playing cards. That's my thing. I'm a card player. I love to play poker. I love it. When I'm on the boat, I'm not going to be leaning over any fucking railings trying to get a better look at the Gulf or the Caribbean or whatever the hell. Carnival Magic was on its way back into Port Jacksonville, Florida just yesterday. Young couple aboard the ship, I guess. Young husband and wife. It, it was both their first cruise, and it was the wife's birthday, and they had gone. And you know, Security footage caught caught the guy about four, a little after 4 a.m. in the morning leaning over the rail of the stateroom balcony. Leaned a little too far. Over he went. Yeah. He's gone. I mean, they got Coast Guard out there looking for him and everything, but at this point, he's shark shit. You don't make it from that shit. If he survived the fall, you know what he got to look forward to? As he was sitting there drunk, treading water, probably screaming at the top of his lungs. A lot of good that did. Noise the propellers and the crashing waves and water. Yeah, ain't shit going to hear you at four in the morning. Even if they did, it's going to be six or seven miles before they get stopped. This particular warning, and I'm no expert, but I I am, you know, a higher status cruise. We've done a lot of cruises in the past, my wife and I. I'm the typical old fart, yeah. Okay, I realize 53 isn't exactly old fart status, probably 15, 20 years down the road. But still, I'm on my way to Fartyville at least, right? I'm on my way to Fartyville. You can't fucking deny me that. <laughs> so this warning is just going out to the drunk dumbasses who continue to want to... Listen up, dipshit. You just got tossed from the fucking bar because you couldn't keep yourself upright. What the fuck makes you think you can go back to your stateroom and do a Shannon Miller balance beam routine on the fucking balcony rail? One way or another, you're going to fall. Either the right way or the wrong way. A direct free fall blow to the testicles. You lying on the patio wincing in the most god-awful, known, gut-wrenching, fucking agonizing pain. Somewhere deep down in my heart. That's if you fall the right way, asshole. If you fall the wrong way, you're fish shit. That's right. Well, if unless you're on the Carnival Vista, then you'll hit the walkway, which is about 100 feet below. <laughs> Magic's a gigantic fucking ship, too, but chances are the wind's going to carry your ass right out into the Caribbean. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Getting to taste the cruise up close. Not fun being barracuda shit. And the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting for the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stan the Joke Man. Hey, I just want... That's right. Hey, 
all the applause is out to the Oklahomans who were out there on Yafala Lake this weekend. I don't think there was one fucking death. Not one. You know, I don't know about injuries and shit, but I want to tell you something. Aside from one asshole in a really, you know, boat with a lot of motors on it and shit, aside from one guy who went racing up the channels wide open, that prick deserved to be yanked out of that boat by the hair of his head and have his ass whipped. Um, And he'll get it. It's coming someday. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him. And, uh, yeah, you'll see him slow down in them channels. He's going to piss off the wrong dad. And he's going to find a boot up his fucking childish ass. Hey, 40-year-old adolescent, you need to grow up, pussy, before you kill somebody. Anyway, other than that shit, nobody got hurt. Everybody was sensible and decent that I saw. I mean, God, we were out there two full days, and everybody was really cool. I love it, man, when everybody is reasonable and sensible. It's unfortunate. Carnival Cruise Lines couldn't keep their shit together out there on the Atlantic. Yeah, what's your deal, Carnival? You left with 4,000 passengers, you come back with 3,999. I smell a new Meat song coming. Plus 2,999 out of 4,000. $3,999 ain't bad. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man show. Stand the Joke Man talking. I know everybody's got vacations and stuff planned for this summer. I know I do. I haven't had a vacation in years. It's been a couple of years now. I'm really tired. I need the break. I don't like to vacation anywhere unless I know there's something in it for the entire fucking family. Well, now that we're empty nesters, you know, I don't vacation anywhere unless... I'm sure there's something in it for the wife, something she'll really enjoy. If we go to Windstar for the weekend because I'm going to be crashing at the poker games, I've got her a complete spa package booked. Yeah, you bet your ass, massage, body wrap, mineral bath. Sometimes I'll go and jump in there with her. And then she kicks it in her suite the remainder of the night, drinking wine, watching TV, reading a book. She loves it. That's her thing. I'm downstairs either winning or losing money to pay for it. <laughs> I'm not the only one either. There's a lot of husbands like me, a lot older than me, too. I was at a uh, all-night game out there in Shawnee one night at the Grand, and there's an 80-some-year-old man at the table. It was like 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> he got a call from his wife. He'd been married to her for over 60 years, and she was just, I'm just calling to check in, make sure you hadn't died or lost all your money. And he goes, no, not yet. <laughs> That's how it should be, you know. You, you, the wives need to know where you're at. And you need to make sure that you pamper them while you're out there playing cards the guys. You know, sometimes you may pick a vacation and the wife doesn't even want to go there at all. Or wives, you may pick a vacation and the husband doesn't want to go. Well, if you're that family member... Just as hypothetical, say you have a summer vacation to Vegas planned coming up and you have no interest in gambling whatsoever. Well, you don't have to go to a fucking casino. Stan the Joke Man's got a complete list of shit you can do in Vegas without ever even setting foot in a single solitary casino. Even the hotel stay can be without gambling involved at all. (laughs) This is true. You don't have to be around any of them. 
I get the list right here. Oh, I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Beaver, Las Vegas. Beaver. Land in Vegas. Well, you got to work your way past the slot machines at the airport. Damn. Don't you play a slot? Oh, hi, honey. You got to go to the bathroom? Uh, no, I ain't got to go to the bathroom. Okay, good. You ready to go get the bags? Um... Yeah, in a minute. Hey, um, was that Visa the only credit card we bought? Brought? What? Well, I mean, because I, I think I just accidentally maxed it out and lost it all on this slot machine. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I road trip it. I road trip it to Vegas. You bet your ass. And, and if I did have to fly, I'd never touch those machines. Are you fucking crazy? Those are sucker machines. Yeah, if they don't get you on the way in, they're going to get you on the way out. I love the drive myself. I love to take Interstate 40. I love to see where all that shit happened, you know, where the regulators in New Mexico got in the gunfight at Brushy Mills and shit, cross the Continental Divide, go to the big Texan, get the big steak, see if you can eat it in under an hour. Even in my fat-ass days, I couldn't have done it. Got the big crater in Arizona where a meteor about the size of a bus created this a mile wide about 100,000 years ago. And let me tell you something, folks. It's worth a look. It really is. You pull off and take a look at that son of a bitch. Trust me, you'll be afraid of meteors. (laughs) Grab a bite to eat there at the In-N-Out Burger in Kingman. Hit 93 North. Ooh, that's a beautiful drive. From Arizona up to Vegas on 93 That's a gorgeous drive. There's a casino along the way, too. I mean, if you have to stop and gamble, there is a casino, a good-looking casino along the way. And next thing you know, bam, you're on top of Hoover Dam. No shit. You haven't even showed up in Vegas yet, and you're already doing cool shit that doesn't involve gambling. You're listening to the Stan the Joke Man show. By the way, Stan the Joke Man loves to gamble. This topic goes completely against anything and everything. I'm four when at the poker table, definitely. I mean, I love history and shit, but I love gambling more. <laughs> hey, life is a gamble, bitches. But if you don't want to gamble in Vegas, you're going to be subjected to the family vacation in Vegas. I've got the haters guide for you. All right, let's continue on with the list. The Dara Hotel is a non-gaming hotel. The Dara is a hotel and condo tower right there on the strip. Some of the owners of those suites list their units on rental sites for lower rates than regular hotels. That's right. It's clean, non-gaming, quiet, right there on the strip next to the area and the Cosmopolitan. I bet the Palazzo and the golf course are close by. You also don't have to pay the dreaded $45 a night resort fees at the Vidara. That's right. Non-smoking, non-gaming, and every room is a suite with a kitchen. You even get free parking at the Vidar Hotel right there in Vegas. And trust me, it's a beautiful place. And the pullout back is sweet. 
If you're willing to make a 20-minute drive from the Strip, you got the Red Rock Canyon National Conservation Area, and you're thinking the mountain's big deal. Trust me, you see it, you'll sing a different tune. 196,000 protected acres of red sandstone peaks and limestone. You can also go to the Valley of Fire. It's, like, gorgeous. You can watch one of them stupid thrill-seekers swing off the rope and smash into the side of the mountain. Hey, that'd be fun, and, and you don't, well, unless you bet on whether or not he hits the side of the mountain, there's no gambling involved. Oh, shit. You wily coyote, that's 50 bucks you owe me. Driving, hiking, kayaking, breathtaking mountains. Hey, while you're out there, you can go on a Anthony Spilatro dead body hole hunt. You might as well. Remember, they're back in town running shit there, and they've got holes out in the desert. You couldn't see the desert that surrounds Las Vegas. But it's in the desert where lots of the town's problems are solved. That's right. Got a lot of holes in the desert, and a lot of problems are buried in those holes. fucking cat. Except you got to do it right. I mean, you got to have the hole already dug before you show up with a package in the trunk. Otherwise, you're talking about a half hour or 45 minutes to dig it. Got a goddamn flat. And who knows who's going to be coming along in that time. Before you know it, you got to dig a few more holes. You could be there all fucking night. You heard him, Joe Pesci. made it perfectly clear. Holes in the fucking desert. Bust out that metal detector and go look and see what you can find. You might help the FBI close the book on a couple of missing people cases while simultaneously putting together a really fun scavenger hunt. Bone. It's a human bone. Oh, the femur, moron. Hey, dog bones are made out of people bones? You got the art district, the karaoke district, the sewing district. <laughs> yeah, Las Vegas has a sewing district. Sure, you've heard about it. It's where every rumor in the world starts. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> Don't laugh, Arlene. I ain't got time for that shit. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Maybe she was just calling to say good morning. Well, bullshit. She calls and she goes, ha, 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 Laughing. Takes all that time. Just for the record, I too heard that Arlene's a bit of a bitch and don't know how true it is. I'm just putting it out there, but I heard that she doesn't know who the father of the kid is. I'm talking to her kid at her age. Yeah. She's pregnant. Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. If you see it once, you'll never be the same again. Hey, there's a great prostitution district. Yeah, you still can't take your vape pens there, but you can get laid. There's the uh, Majestic Repertory Theater. That's open for business. That's right. Lots of great places to eat off the strip. Does anybody out there remember back in the 60s and 70s, the old Longhorn Steakhouse chain? It was pretty heavy in the Southwest. I don't know how heavy they were in the Northeast or anything, but they still have one in Vegas. The old Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah, the original one. Elvis used to eat there with Colonel Tom Parker, Marilyn Monroe, Frank Sinatra. Um, They said Barbara Streisand stopped there once to take a shit. Anthony Splatro on his way out of town to bury somebody. Sure, him and Frank Collada. Frank Collada's fat ass had to get something to eat, so they'd have to stop and get him a sandwich or something. 
Now, if you've already gambled all your money away and you don't know how the fuck you're going to get home, gold and silver pawn. Fuck yeah, you don't have to gamble there. No, you just have to sell things to try to come up with money to buy the plane ticket back to the house. That's right. (laughs) It was always fun. I took the wife and kids there from the gold nugget. We just walked over and shit, we damn near got on the show. Of course, me being Stan... I went to Gold and Silver Pond. I didn't make anything. It ended up costing me money. I ended up buying $600 worth of silver from Rick. <laughs> We're talking about things you can do in Vegas that gambling. If gambling is not your thing, you're caught up in a Vegas summer vacation. You don't want to go because you're not interested in gambling. I'm here to tell you there's so much other shit you can do. That's a ton of fun. It doesn't involve betting anything. Golf courses. Sightseeing. Yeah, go see spots where they filmed the original Ocean's Eleven. The Mob Museum is worth every fucking dime. You get to see the barber chair where Albert Anastasia got gunned down. Yeah. Lucky Luciano's clothes are in there. Shit stained boxer shorts and stuff. One of Bugsy Siegel's eyeballs. The tour actually ends in the actual courtroom where Virginia Hill, that'd be Bugsy Siegel's woman, the tour ends in the actual courtroom where Virginia Hill sat herself during the Kefauver hearings. No shit. There's like an old 1930s tampon and stuff, you know. But anyway, and if you're still bitching because you can't find anything to do, folks, you can't go wrong with a limo ride down the strip. And it's not real expensive. Shit, no. I can assure you there are fucking limousines everywhere. Me and my friends from Los Angeles and my wife and kids and my sister, we got a great big stretch Humvee limousine and we cruised up and down the strip for like four hours. Had a blast. Fully stocked fucking limo. It was like hour two and I hadn't gone to the bathroom. And the limo driver, you know, I got him to pull over at the Bellagio. Fuck, everybody was, they're getting ready to start the fountains, you know, so... I ran over because I wanted to kind of stand where George Clooney and everybody stood in Ocean's Eleven, the remake. So I'm standing there with all these people. Show started, you know, limo and all my family and everybody's waiting on me. Show started. I'm standing there like I'm, you know, George Clooney. See, and it didn't involve gambling, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I was betting as to whether or not I'd make it to the bathroom on time. I didn't. I... <laughs> I just let out a little pee-pee. Nobody even noticed. Yeah, no, I did not pee in the fountains that you know of. There's so much stuff to do. I only mentioned a few things. If you dig around on the Chamber of Commerce website or something, or just the tourist guides, I'm telling you, you are going to find a ton of stuff. Book your travels and don't worry about having to bed. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. As soon as I come back, we are going to do today's headlines. Top two headlines right after I mention from this show's sponsor, Firemen's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. The cleanest smoke you're ever going to find is the one that comes from weed grown in all natural living soil. And that's what you find at Firemen's Cannabis, Stillwell, Henrietta, America. I love Firemen's Cannabis because I know the farm my weed is coming from. There's no freaking mysteries. And the best part about Firemen's is no matter how good the weed is, $5 a gram. That's right. Not kidding, folks. Firemen's is not only a family farm to pipe bud dispensary, but it's also the home of the $5 gram. 
take my word for it. Go to Leafly.com, L-E-A-F-L-Y.com. Check out FireMed's entire menu, including the most inexpensive RSO pain-relieving serum made on site. Place your order online. Pull up to the drive through window there in Henrietta, and they'll have your order ready for you. You don't even have to get out of the car. Home of the $5 gram FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. The right-wing mole who accused Joe Biden of sexually assaulting her back in 1993 has decided to go ahead and defect to Russia. That's right. A former staffer who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault at the uh, behest of her Republican friends has decided to go ahead and do what comes natural. Defect to Moscow. Yeah, like the fuckers that are in charge of that fucking washed-up, dumb-shit party. They're sellouts, all of them. They're total Russia. They want to turn America into Russia's best friend. Tara Reid, who drew headlines during the 2020 presidential race by accusing then-candidate Biden of sexually harassing and assaulting her, said she decided to go to Russia after receiving threats in the U.S. Oh, bullshit. Go fuck yourself. You, you know who Tara Reid reminds me of? Chip Roy in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Smoke and mirrors, folks. All smoke and mirrors and bullshit. Chip, little Chip Roy, have you, have you, smoke and mirrors. Shaved his head so he looks like a penis. Grew a big thick stash so you think, man, he spells manly and he's got a big and he speaks real assertive. Have you looked who Chip is? Have you looked who little chocolate chip is? He ain't no Billy Badass, folks. No. Chip Roy, why, he's been performing fellatio on Ted Cruz for the past two or three years. He's been Teddy Cruz's chief of staff. Mm. So disregard Chip Roy. He's another smoke and mirrors pussy, just like Tara Reed. This is Stan talking. Stan the joke, man. You know, Chip, if you weren't trying to fuck my neighbors in the ass down there in Texas, I might hear what you have to say. But you're trying to upend this country and continue with chaos, you radical, extremist, spoiled motherfucker. Speaking of spoiled, gutless turds who don't give two shits for um, rogering up in defense of their nation, but certainly seem to have lots of sack when it comes to buying AR-15s and attacking it, Let's talk about another one of them tick turds. His name is Donald Trump. And guess what? (laughs) Once again, he's turning on one of his own people. Former President Donald Trump has turned on one of his one-time favorites, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany. Kayleigh McEnany said the wrong things during a Fox and Fuck Ups interview the other day. But I know, it's crazy. Let's pop up the real clear politics average there in your state. It has Trump pretty much trouncing DeSantis by 22 points. This is in your state. It's the average. Um, And you've said, though, that things happen. Anything can change. You just got to stay in the game. You have to be viable. Trump Um, trouncing DeSantis by 22 points. Can you guess the two things she said wrong in that sentence? Yeah. One, trounce probably isn't 
strong enough. She probably should have used the word slaughtered, but no. The first complaint come from Donald Trump himself. Oh, he was pissed. Kaylee Milktoast, just gave out the wrong poll numbers in Fox News. I am 34 points in the desanctimonious, not 25 up. She didn't say you were 25 up. She said you were 22 up, which is the state average. That was the second wrong thing she said. The state average for, yeah, leading average dickheads. Sorry, Donnie. You didn't have the biggest crowd at your fucking inauguration. You didn't have, you're just not the best, okay? You're the third or fourth or fifth or maybe even hundredth goddamn loser. Now, you fit-throwing shit asses are going to either have to commit suicide with your stupid little power ties. You're going to have to start looking in the mirror, owning your shit like men do. You need to learn how to take rejection when it comes. Women are going to tell you no, pussy. Learn to live with it. You'll be happier if you learn how to accept answers like no. You spoiled fucking brat. It's either going to be that or you're going to run into the wrong person. And if they don't kill you, they'll beat Jesus right into you and your sack will fall out all by itself. That's the problem with your pussies. Like Chip Roy, Teddy Cruz, Jimmy Jordan, Mark a Woman, Mullen, and all them little pussies you put so much fucking stock in. Josh Hawley, all these little soft fuckers. They've never had to suffer repercussions for anything. They've never been told no. And when they don't get their way, they're fit-throwing, lying pieces of shit. And like typical spoiled children. They'll burn the whole motherfucker down. If they can't have it, they'll just destroy it. That's how you you work autocracies in. And that's exactly what these little ships are trying to do right now. I used to be a Republican. I left the party when these fucking punks took over. I don't want to be seen with them. They're goddamn embarrassment. And they're using you. And they're hurting you. And you continue to sit there and take it. Hey, Donnie Trump, you're not the best. You're actually the shittiest. And the White House ain't going to save you, boy. You're going to prison. You betrayed this country. You sold it out to all your butt buddies in Saudi Arabia and Russia. You sold this country out, boy. You sold out America. You sold out everything that my sons have suffered for. You fat fuck. And you're going to jail. As for the rest of you, if you want to continue lowering yourself to get behind that shit and high in Hitler and all that, you go right ahead. I choose to think for myself. That's going to wrap it up at the Stan the Joke Man show, folks. Oh, yeah, I'm ending it just like that. (laughs) Hey, don't forget, tonight, 8 p.m., Chapter 6 of Bombing Down Poinsettia, The Naked Bride. 
Butcher will be back on Friday. Tell them, my friends, bye, Kadios, me amigos. We have a